good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. I am e 5 Grab a seat, cup a squat, get a chair, pillow, a blanket, hell, sit right here on the stoop. Get you something hot to drink, something cold, some water, some juice, some tea, some coffee. Hell, it's 3 o'clock somewhere. Get your drink on. I know people that drink early in the morning. If you ever been to New Orleans... Baby, I ain't talking about Mardi Gras. I'm talking regular. Those folks start drinking at 5, 6 a.m. Ain't no time frame when you need the spirits up in you, as they say. Today, I want to talk about sisterhood. For a long time, I would hear constantly I don't get along with a lot of women. A lot of women know because women be jealous and not. Nah. I had a friend one time. She was a so-called friend. She slept with my man. She stole my money. She dissed my kids. Y'all make one bad experience. And every woman on the planet got to pay for it. One bad fucking experience. But what's funny is we are quick to forgive that trifling nigga. Yeah, I'm going to say it. But your girlfriend forget a birthday or she got something to do and um, you cutting her off for life. This nigga done went and had a baby on you or gave you a disease or stole your money or something and you forgive him. <laughs> Sisterhood. We all here. No, you know, because women are jealous. Everybody's jealous of you. No, no. I used to sign up for that for a long time. Oh, I don't have a lot of women friends. I, and I remember living in Atlanta. And it was Marlo. They said, well, what did all the women do to you? And I was like, what? She said, correct. You don't know all women. Whoever hurt you or whoever dogged you out, get mad at them. That's the one. Either go talk it out, whoop her ass, do something. But be mad at them. Don't blame us. Be mad at her. She did the wrong. Why you got to convict and make all of us pay for it? What, what happened? You, you don't know my life story. You don't know that. And by changing that mindset and learning, growing up, healing, Praying for connections. But guess what we got to also learn? How to be a fucking friend. Because majority of us don't. We want to be around people because we trauma bond. Oh, you don't like her. I don't like her neither. Now we friends. So the only thing we got in common is a gossiping tool. Girl, you heard he was doing this and he did this to her. You, I remember one time. That's the only bond y'all got. And that's not even a fucking bond. It's a facade. It ain't worth the fucking paper it's printed on. But you'll, 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 every day you'll get up and talk about someone that is completely living their life. Whether it's good, bad, or indifferent. They don't give a fuck. They living their life. But your ass with the cuckoo that you done hooked up with, both of y'all are uh, traumatized. And now you just said you don't like best friends. You don't like uh, women. But you found this person because y'all have something in common, pain. Pain, hurt, hurt, pain. That that ain't a reason to build a friendship. That's not. 
And then we want to use that term so loosely. And then we get to the point of, well, she don't, she don't want to do what I do. Well, chasing behind a nigga and going to fight other girls for a nigga that's not even yours. You damn right I don't want to do that. Let me tell y'all, right? <laughs> Woo! Child! I am all in my 40s, right? That was then. That was a while ago, right? Because I'm in my 50s now. I was all in my 40s. And I came up to New York to hang out, you know, and spend time with friends. And... My kids are big. Like, they all have their own little, you know, they have their own apartment. Shit, everybody moved out. So, it's just me. So, I come up, I hang around with my ex-husband and a friend that, you know, here it is. We've been friends for, you know, we got 20-something years under our belt. So, I'm more of, right? No, I'm telling you, this some shit you just can't make up. I'm more of, girl, let's go see a play. Let's go in the city and check out some shops. You know, let's meet up for lunch and, you know, just talk. I'm not sitting in no one's house. Um, I'm not just sitting in the projects. Let's get on the train or catch a cab or I'll call Roe and we'll, you know, drive and go someplace. She said, yeah, but wait, I need you to come with me somewhere. So we're walking. Right? We're in Queens, South Jamaica. We're walking. And we get to this girl house. So I'm thinking this is her girlfriend. Her man is in there. And she's arguing with the girl. I said, hold, hold on. Stop. Now, her and the girl is arguing. The dude is standing there. I'm standing here looking at all this. I'm in my 40s. Let me go back. I'm in my 40s. My children are all grown and living in their own places. I have two grandsons, two grandsons and a granddaughter, two grandsons and a granddaughter. Let me go back. Two grandsons, a granddaughter, and I have an ex-husband. I'm divorced. I said, hold on, stop. Who boyfriend is this? Now I become the life coach, the person with some sense, because I done examined this whole thing, right? I said, hold on. Whose boyfriend is this? Oh, he's mine. Oh, well, we just met and he came over for breakfast. So evidently, I looked at him. I said, you, you are attached to nobody. He said, no, I don't claim nobody. Now, all these people are in their 40s. I said, oh, okay. I said, now, what did you expect? Us walking over here, because we walked. This nigga got a car. We walked over here. What was? What were you expecting? Oh, I was going to um, fight her. For what? This man is claiming neither one of y'all. Now, did you know he was in a relationship? She was like, no, he told me he was single. He lives with you. Yes, I take care of him. I just wash his clothes. Okay. Now, in my head, I'm processing all of this. Real talk. Elders used to always tell me, a person that plays house don't deserve a house. Why are you doing wifely duties and you have a girlfriend status? But we teach, right? We do. Oh, you got to be a woman to a man. No, you don't. 
you just be you. It's a relationship. That means we are relating. There's no commitment. I can go out on dates. I didn't say screw nobody. I can go to lunch. I can go to book readings. I can do all kinds of events. You're my friend. We are relating with each other. Why is that so hard to understand? But no, we want to do this master-slave mentality and hold on, right? There's a reason why I'm explaining all this. So, she's like, well, he's my fucking man. He ain't going nowhere. And I'm looking at my friend. And I'm like, you really walked over here. Walked over here. Maybe about a good eight, nine blocks. We walking. I just stopped off, got me a juice. You know, it's summer. We, we chilling, looking at the sights. I'm seeing people. And we're walking over here, not knowing, right? It, four or five things went through my head. Not knowing. We come into someone's house. You don't know who in their house. You don't know what they got. All of that. Now, we're also coming here to get a dude that already said verbally, he's single. He's not dedicated to no one. But he's living with you. So now you done adopted or got a foster kid because that's what he is, right? You give him all the perks and he's going to give the rewards to somebody else. <sighs> you don't have a cell phone. You ain't, you got a kid, a grandchild, and you out here fighting over a dude that's not even worried about you. And then you come to this lady's house to fight and argue with her. And you thought, me and you, because maybe when we were 15 and 16, we thought this was cute. We are well in our 40s now. What part did you miss of growing up? Oh, if you my friend, you would support me. I said, I'm your friend and I'm leaving you here. Now, we, I'm going to give you a, a chance. We can leave Sorry Sister for all of this and I hope healing on you. And I hope you pick a better cab caliber of guys. She was like, oh, no, he's leaving. While we're sitting there talking, she's handing him, you know, his stuff. And was like, you know, thank you, but no thank you. I don't, I don't need no drama. Blessings to you, sister, and I pray you healed so you don't have to have none of this energy ever again. Now, mind you, he done walked off. She's still wanting to argue with the girl. Why are you? Never, not once, did she check this dude. That, that was a whole nother thing. But then I'm looking at her and said, now you have the choice, my love. You can sit here and continue to argue with this girl. She already threw your friend, man, whatever label you give him. And don't ever drag me into something like this. Or you can walk off, leave all of them to their demise, go heal. And, and let's go to the city, enjoy, talk it off, sit in Central Park or something. And let's just worry about life. If you were my friend, you would... Help me check this bitch. I'm not your friend. Bye. And I left her there. And while I was walking, I called Ro. He met me. And I told him what happened. And at first, I'm thinking, okay, he's grown up. He said, I tell you no lie. You should have snuffed her and Carol could have finished. And y'all would have ended that. So being 40, fighting over a dude is something that is celebrated. He was like, yeah, if you were her friend, I'm not her friend, dude. I, I, I was never her friend. For a while, she stopped speaking to me. She took this nigga back. 
That was her, her man. Oh, my God. And they had many other escapades. She stopped speaking to me for a while. And I was okay with that. Because, once again, I don't hate her. Never hated her. Never wished her a bad day. None of that. I hope healing will continue to reign in her life. But as sisters, we're going to do things that may piss each other off. We're going to have conversations and see things differently. That's the part of growing and learning one another. We are going to agree to disagree. We are going, you, you may want to wring my neck. I may want to wring yours. Nowhere in that conversation will it say, I stopped loving you. I stopped respecting you. No. We just see things differently. Why? Because we have different experiences. We have different upbringings. Even if you're in the same house, you still have different choices. So, I don't get when women say, oh, I don't deal with all women. No. The first one you need to learn to deal with is yourself. Is yourself. And when you start healing Start recognizing, start pulling that band-aid off and facing the shit that broke you and seeing why you have these unhealthy relationships with not only men and women and seeing the relationship that you have with yourself. Can you, like, I was talking to my daughter and she said, you know, my, I be going to the restaurant by myself. I be going to the movies by myself. I said, no, I do the same thing. When you are comfortable enough to enjoy your company. And I remember when a, a friend told me, girl, when you go out by yourself, that's a sign of loneliness. I'm never lonely. Ever. I love me. I love me so much. I know what I like. I know what I enjoy. So if you're coming in my life. As a partner, you got to supersede that. As a friend, I'm letting you know what I like. It's okay when friends go, oh, no, I'm not going. Okay, and I'm going to go. It's something that I want to do. It doesn't mean that you have to sign on and do it. I love going to museums. A lot of people don't, and I'm okay with that. I love going to book readings. I love a bookstore. I will sit in that motherfucker for hours. But I got friends that can't stand that. They don't read books and they let you know. Girl, if it ain't in the movie, I ain't reading it. And it's okay. I appreciate them for their honesty. But I know not to bring them. And then this is the part they go, well, you didn't invite me. Do you like books? No. So why would I invite you? Why would I waste my breath on something like that? But it's, a, it's, it's respectable to be acknowledged to things that you like. Not things that you don't. If I know you don't like spiritual stuff, guess what? I'm not going to invite you. You don't like it. So why have a miserable experience? I can't stand those people. And I have a good girlfriend that does that. That's why I don't invite her. To get somewhere where they know they don't like it. And it, oh, oh my God. Oh, I hate this. Oh my God. Why make it negative for everybody? Stay home. It's okay. When I have friends that tell me, girl, why you didn't invite me to that play? Do you like plays? No, girl, I like movies. So why would I invite you? Why would I put you someplace where everyone else is enjoying themselves and you are the dark cloud? Why, why would I bring the rain to the sunshine? Why? For what? I'm not doing that. 
No, and I love you. And it's okay. But see, what a lot of people get confused is they think that once you're a friend, you have to do everything that that friend does. That's not a friendship. That's an ownership. Hi. Hi. I remember talking to a god sister and she was like, oh, you know, you have to do. No, girl, I don't do that and I'm not doing it. You enjoy it. That's for you. Oh, for real? But we friends. No. That's cool. We can be friends. But I don't have to sign up to anything that you do. Doesn't mean I don't love you. But it just means that I'm not a, a follower. I'm not that yes friend. Oh, you're going to do this yes. You know what? I don't like pizza. So I'm going to go with you every time you go get pizza and sit there and look hungry because I'm making you happy. That's not a friendship. That's ownership. No. And then you'll have those people, oh, my God, sisterhood is dead. No, it's not. You're dead. Yeah, real talk. You're dead inside, and you need to be revived. Growing up, I met a, a bunch of sisters that would help each other. It wasn't, you no, know, we gossiping. She got a man. Her man could do that. It was not that. And I felt so comfortable because that's how I was raised. My mom, Big Ella, Little Ella, Nora, Snow, all of them. Frost, all of them. They didn't care if you had a man or not. Girl, she over there, she's sick. She's sick. She ain't feeling well. I'm going to go over here and fry this fish for them children. Okay, what you got? Oh, I got some cookies and stuff. Good, bring it. Um, what you got? Girl, I'm, I'm going to go over there and um, give... Uh, them kids a bath and I already did the laundry. Listen, girl, you, they got to go to school tomorrow. You you can help do their hair. Yeah, they looked out for one another. It wasn't no, girl, you see what I had to do for her? You saw her man sitting there. He wasn't doing shit. No. And the men came over and took Piggy. God bless the dead. My pops in them. And they said, come on, player. We're going to go and get a beer and we're going to walk. And if he lost his job, these men would go. It wasn't competition. Hey, they got to open that mind. I'm going to put a word in. I'll let you know tomorrow. Yo, you can come and work for me. Hey, if they're a handyman, yo, I got some shit to do around the house. My wife getting on me and shit. Here, here the keys and here, here the money. You know, you go do it. They looked out for one another. Because they knew together they formed the bond. And all of them were raised differently. All of them came from different aspects. But they knew. You got a family. I got a family. I got a family. My father would get drunk, tear his ass. Them men, Pretty Hill, Piggy, all of them would come. Yo, Dollarville, let's go. Let's go. For your lady, kill you. Let's go. And they'll be in the park or they'll take a walk or they'll go down to the bar and play a few sets. They looked out for one another when they were cheating with other women. Yo, player. Yo, partner. Yo, youngie. Let me, let me holler at you. But they did that. And it wasn't no, man, you jealous of me, man, you want my... It wasn't that. It wasn't that. And that's what I came from. This is what I saw. No, they didn't have it all. But one thing they did teach us, unity. To look out for one another. Unity. So when I met these sisters, there was a sister that she had just had a baby. She was going through postpartum depression. It was getting on to her. This was like her, her third child. They were in there cleaning. 
while she went up there, they put some jasmine on, ran her bath, had some candles around, and they let her relax and sleep. They had the babies, they cooked, everybody was sitting around, they was just talking, folding laundry, things like that. And I was like, wow, that's, this is, this is so familiar. And, you know, we was talking and stuff. And people were saying how they didn't have unity in their community. Families, sisters didn't speak. And, you know, so this is like a welcome thing. Some of them was foreign. Some of them it was regular. And it was so beautiful. Shout out to Judy and them. Because it was beautiful. They would take old clothes, stuff they couldn't fit. And they'd clean it and put it. You know, you get someone's house, they break out the wine and stuff, and everybody is sit and you'll go through it. You know, you bring their stuff, they bring their stuff, and you'll exchange, you know? And whatever y'all didn't need was left over, then we take it to the local churches to donate or the food or the clothing bank. You know what I'm saying? So nobody went without. And it wasn't, girl, that's my plows. She got my stuff on. Even if we had a disagreement, cool heads. Relax, I'm going to give you a few days to think about it. I'm not just going to rush because I don't know what type of energy or time you're on right now. And neither am I. We might have commitments. We got to cook, maybe go to work, take care of the kids, go see a program, whatever it is. So I'm going to give you a few days and then we're going to sit down and we're going to talk. Nowadays, oh, I had this bitch. I took it. And it's all over social media. It's everywhere. All the friends, everybody's just talking. Whoever pick up the phone, you just got to talk about that person. Now you done linked up with another person that don't like them, that had a falling out. And now y'all all friends and y'all hating on the girl when you didn't know what was taking place. Or maybe she was just being honest. I met a sister and it doesn't mean I don't love her. But every time she was on my social media and all she did was cry and complain. And then she would show if someone had, uh, I can't stand a dictatorship, but if someone had a voice and opinion, she'll show how she blocked them and dogged them out and then move on. But if she wasn't begging, crying, complaining and blocking people, nothing positive. And this person is initiated. So somebody had wrote in one of her comments, you know, I, I'm thinking about getting initiated. You're initiated, but dog, the way you live your life, I don't, it, where, where's the better? Where's the improvement? Where's the help? Because you got all these years and you got all these things, but you're on here begging and you're on here just complaining. And so I don't think that's the road for me. And I had to think about that. Like, damn, every time she's either crying, complaining, begging, oh, I don't want that. Why am I bringing this rain to the sunshine? And here it is. No, initiation doesn't automatically make your life better, but it does give you the tools to live a more peaceful, destined life that you're supposed to live. Yeah, I will. I argue with anyone on that. It is to give you a change and to show what family and community is. But we are so ego driven, so money hungry, so clout chasing that we just show all the bad and no one sees the good. 
What does this religion do for you? Yes, we do want to teach the, the, the mechanics in the right way. But we are, we're not Christians. We don't need to bang it down. This is the Orisha, not the Bible. We don't need to beat you with Oshun. We don't need to beat you with Ogun. No, but show me a person that don't know this, but I love what I'm learning and seeing. Show me the beauty in it. Spirituality, show me the beauty in it. Yeah, I know it's going to take work. I'm, I'm not a stranger to that. I know nothing happens overnight. It's patience and learning and studying. Let me see some of the great things that it does for your life and your family. How does it uplift? Because all I see is you putting a spell on somebody, you working on your boss, you working on your coworkers, working on your man, you working on the nigga cheating, you working on the girl that's cheating with him. Like all, that's all you see. How how can I get money? Work for it. No, I don't want to work for it. Now how the fuck you supposed to get money? How how I can get a love of my life? Leave that married man alone. No, he said he don't want to be with his wife. How long they been married? 30. He still left her? No, no. I mean, he 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 says it's gonna take time. Girl, stop. And now you want to do all kinds of voodoo, voodoo, everything. Leave that. How about leaving that man alone? But then when your good girlfriend tells you, girl, you you killing yourself. Let's just heal. Let's focus on you. Let's change the narrative. Oh, you a jealous bitch. You never liked him anyway. So now you want to attack me. God damn. I still love you. But I see that I can't help you. So I am going to back away. I, I want to see you eat. I want to see you prosper. I want to see you heal. I'm just not in the place to help you. So I'll pray for you and back away. I got a lot of good girlfriends that I do that for. Real talk. Because they don't want to hear the truth. Because the truth means I failed. Not only them, I failed myself. And you find a lot of sisters that they did. I, I'm going to call it what I said. I failed myself many a times. Many of times I failed myself. But you're healing and then you're going back to what you broke. What broke you? you that means you didn't heal. So what? We all want companionship. We all want to live an easy life. We all want to make sure we have some kind of income so we can do the things we want to do. We all want a good life. We want friends. We want to bond with our family. We, we love those things. We're human. That's what we were created for. But in order to have all of that, you have to heal, and then you have to respect others to heal. And now you have to understand that we can agree to disagree. We don't have the same. I had a, a sister that, she asked me. I ain't volunteer. She asked me, oh, well, what would you do? Because, you know, you got girls looking at my man. Did your man go over there? No. Then what? what's your problem? I'm saying, you know, this is why I don't get around women. Why Women didn't do anything. And why is it so easy for you to blame your sister, but you don't hold this dude accountable? Why is it so easy? for what? What is lacking in your life? Let's hold up the mirror instead of the magnifying glass. What's, what's broken in your life that you got to pour everything into him and nothing is poured back into you? You the spaghetti strainer. Anytime somebody try to pour, you so used to being ignored 
and being left that if anybody tried to pour into you at this moment, it's like straining spaghetti. It's just going to fall through. You're not even going to acknowledge it. The essence will be there, but not the lesson, not the blessing, just the essence. You'll remember what was said. I know, because I was her. I was her. Putting everybody in front, making, especially when it comes, oh my God. I had a sisterhood group, right, in real time. We would meet at Starbucks. And one time, because we was meeting late, I had the brothers come and just make sure we were good to make sure, you know, everybody was to their destination. These brothers didn't come in to say, hey, I want a girlfriend. Or When I tell you the competition rose to a degree in that fucking Starbucks that it was mind-blowing. For <laughs> real. Let, let me explain. So it was about eight of us, right? And not only the people that were in Starbucks. And they would allow us to come and meet. You know, and stuff. Because we was buying coffee and tea and stuff. And little snacks. And we'll come in there. Right? We weren't loud or nothing. And then usually half of the people that was around us still listen to the conversation and join in too. So we'll start, you know, moving the tables around and everything. And everybody's involved. But it was a majority of women. So this night, because it was going to be late, we had some brothers come in. And, you know, just was... Like making sure, because it was a little later than usual. We usually meet around about 2 or 3. This time we met at 5 and we didn't finish. Starbucks didn't close until like 9. So, yeah, it was going to be a little late on something. So, and the dudes be out there and stuff. So, I wanted to make sure everybody got to their destination. Got, you know, one dude to three women or two women. So, three guys. Right? Beautiful black men. Well, we'll not take that away from them. It became... So, they forgot the topic. The topic was off the table. Right? Because we were saying how we can point to one another. And um, we were discussing, you know, how to... Um, you know, what we want to do for... Because it, it was in the summer. What do we want to do for the kids going back to school? You know, do we want to come together and get donations and, you know, get some book bags and stuff and, you know, stand outside. We got to pick a school, you know, and look out for those parents and those, you know, teachers or whatever and, you know, or their children's school. Well, that left. We didn't even talk about that. All we got is, who's these guys? Oh, well, these brothers came to make sure that I'm explaining to y'all the conversation. I said, these brothers came to make sure we're all at the end of all of this. Everyone is to their destination. It's eight of us. So, you know, we could get two or three persons to these three brothers and they'll make sure, you know, if everybody's going in that same direction. So, because I was in South Jamaica, so all I had to do was walk down. You know what I'm saying? I was cool. Uh, Jess and all of them were in Cambridge Heights. So we were all going to walk down that way. And three of us was walking down that way. Three of them was going to the train. The other three were going down, you know, going up toward Flushing. So everybody had somebody to walk with them. So it was not a conversation shifting. And I sat there because I remember having a conversation 
in Brooklyn with a bunch of sisters and they were saying that women don't follow women, women follow men. And if a man is there, the women will start competing. This is why we can't build a sisterhood. So I, I seen that theory, right? And I was sitting there and it became, so do you got a girl? So the brother was like, no, you know, I'm not in a serious relationship. Do I date? Yeah, but there's nothing sexual. So one girl asked, are you gay? He was like, no, I'm not. I'm not bisexual. I love women. He was like, but you know, before I take it to that next step of having sex with someone, I want to get to know you mentally to see if we're compatible. Sex shouldn't be the only equation in this, right? So now all of them are curious, right? So now they're asking. Everybody's asking these brothers, you know, what do they do for a living? You know, what's their belief? All of that. So, okay. Now, this is where it shifted. So what kind of woman are you looking for? So one brother was like, you know, a, a strong-minded woman. Uh, another brother was like a, a religious, a spiritual woman. Another brother was like, you know, it, it depends. <laughs> you know, it depends on our connection. Well, now they're giving their resume, each of them. Now, mind you, a few of them, I'm not sharing their tea, but I want you to see where we are. A few of them were in domestic violence shelters. A few of them had just come out of a broken relationship. And some of us were dating someone and it was in the early stages. Right? So that that's the, the energy that we have. Right? So what kind of woman are you looking for? Oh, well, I'm going to tell you, I'm a kind of woman, you know, I like my man. You know, something like you. You know, I love black men. And... Now, they're all giving their resume, right? I'm just sitting there. I'm not even lying. I'm just sitting there. Then it became, so don't you got a man at home? Now they're telling on each other. Kind of, as y'all would say, throwing shade. But now they're telling on each other. They're, they're trying to show that, pick me. Because she ain't shit and she ain't shit. She ain't shit. But pick me. I'm the one. So, one of the girls was like... Now, we're, we're not even women now. We're girls. One of the girls are like, so here's my number. And, you know, you could call me and, you know, we can go out on a date. He said, okay, I'll call you. He said, um, you know, you just talk. Oh, but when we going? We going tomorrow? He was like, no. He said, it's going to be a while before I take you on a date. Why? You don't have no money? He said, no, I'm comfortable. She was like, well, why? He said, first of all, let's have a conversation. Let's talk. I need to know what it is you like. And, well, you could just take me anywhere. Well, the person, the guy that she was talking to, he was a vegetarian. He don't eat me, right? So she's like, oh, you could take me to a steakhouse. She gave everything she wanted and never listening to what this brother was saying. She just... To her, she beat out all the women that was in the circle because she gave, she stepped up. But she didn't not once hear him. She just told him everything she wanted, what she liked to do, what kind of man she want, what kind of woman she is, and that they're going on a date tomorrow. You don't know if he a serial killer. So he, the way he told her was right. But the way she took it, this is just what he said. Hold on, beautiful, 
right? It's just what he said. He said, hold on, beautiful. Let me get to know you before we take that step of us going out on a date. Oh, so Rich, you, you don't got no money. You know what? I think you gay anyway. I don't even want to talk to you. He said, all right. He said, it's cool, right? So then she turns to me because out of everybody, I'm just sitting there. I'm not conversating. I'm not saying nothing, right? I'm sitting there. You must be talking to him. No. So how, So because he came here for you, right? I, I've been seeing how he look at you. That's my friend. And no, he's not for me. And nowhere, first of all, I'm not, I would have introduced him as, because I don't believe in having you guess. I'm not a child. So I would have said, this is my man, my partner. And, you know, and I would have introduced him as that. All I said was the brothers was here to make sure we were good when we left. She was like, you know, this is why I don't, after this whole thing, this is why I don't deal with women. You know what I'm saying? I can't do the competitive shit. I said, my love, the only one that was competitive in this whole circle was you. For real. Because after you told everybody's business and you felt you won, you got him. Okay. But now he's talking to you and you don't want to hear that. This is the reason why we have this sister circle. So we can heal. We can, we can turn the mirror on us. No, mm-mm, nah, that's okay. That's okay. I won't be coming back. Okay. I said, it's all love, right? And she didn't come back for a, a moment. She didn't. And then one day we were all sitting there, right? Where it wasn't like it was. Like the numbers was dwindling. I was okay with that. I would still show up. And one day I was sitting there with a whole bunch of new people. And she walked in and she was like, oh, you still have it? I was like, yeah. She was like, yeah. You know, and then she sat down. And I was like, okay, you know, everybody's welcome, you know. And then... It became uh, more of, uh, yeah, because, you know, it's this girl. This I, this is not a gossip circle. We're not going to trauma bond because you don't like this one or you didn't like this one. or And what I do not like, right? And it's I know it's a, a learned behavior. Yeah, because the other girls that were here the other time, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't dampen or screw up somebody's image. Because you didn't associate with them great, but don't don't dampen it for nobody else. Please don't do that. Oh, because they're your friends, you like them, right? No, that's not the point. The point is, why are you talking about someone that's not here and you were friends with everybody? So stop. That that's not what we're doing. This is not the gossip show. We we're not doing that, baby. And you know. Uh, it started dying down, but that was the, the real kicker of that with just throwing a guy in. And no, I don't believe in, oh, you know, all women are horrible and you throw a man in there, um, you know, women are turn on. Yeah, because they're all healing. And instead of going through the process of healing, they'd rather take a quick fix and hope that a man will fix it. When all you're doing is prolonging the inevitable. That's what you're doing. So, no. And I understand. I completely understand. I, I get it. I, I was there. You know, I was one too. Like, oh, yeah, you know, women, you can't trust them. No, no. The person that hurt you, if Mary hurt you, then that's who you're upset with, Mary. Deal with that. 
you and Mary. But stop adding us all into whatever screwed up thing you went through. No, I'm not trying to be your friend because you don't like somebody and you heard I don't like them. No, no, that, that we're not trauma bonding. No, there, there is a sisterhood. There is women that want the best for you, that will point to you. Yes. Now, if you want to take it left field, that's on you. All I can do is pray that you heal and become and change your mindset. And and really start understanding what a friend is. It's okay to disagree. We can agree to disagree respectfully. You, I lost a, a person because they had asked me to go somewhere. And I was like, nah, I said, that's not something I do. No, that's okay. Thank you. Right? And I respectfully declined. So days went on, you know, and when they called me, the first thing they said is, why you ain't call me so I can tell you what happened? I said, because I didn't care. What do you mean? If I cared and I wanted to know, I would have attended. I didn't care. I, that means that if I don't attend, I don't need to know who was there. I didn't need to know what was said. I didn't know need to know the drama. But they persisted and still did it. And after they wasted all that time, I said, once again, if I really thought it was important, I would have went and then I, I would have seen all this myself, but I already knew it wasn't going to be something positive. So why should I attend? I already knew. I already knew. No, it wasn't a psychic thing or a spiritual thing. I knew the people that were going and they are not positive. So why would I subject myself to be there? I didn't know the person that was doing it. Yeah, I was just invited. Nah, that's okay. Thank you. And what happened? It turned into a shit show. Just so I can be seen, girl, so they can see you. I'm seen enough. <laughs> to people that matter. I don't worry about people that don't matter to me. Why? I'm not here to... I'm not. To make your life uncomfortable... Listen, we all have our own personal demons. We all have things that we have to battle. Why would I want to make it hard just adding more stress and frustration on you? For what? If me and you don't rock, then I'm going to respectfully leave you. Oh, nobody would ever have me uncomfortable somewhere. If I don't know the people, listen, if all your friends are there and I don't know them, and somebody has me as their plus one. Why am I going? I know y'all. I know I don't rock with y'all. Your friend is giving an event. Why am I showing up? So people can see you. Why? Why am I just going to purposely walk in the lion den? For what? For what? For what? What? Why? That, that doesn't make sense to me. It never did. And then, you know, why would I want to ask about something that I didn't go? I didn't go. So why would I care? I, I don't need an update. I don't need updates on people that I don't rock with. For what? I love you from a distance. But I don't need an update. Well, girl, you know, they mother died. Okay. Eh? Anyway, so, girl, I went over to Target and they had... Oh, but don't you want to know? Why Why are you update? If the only conversation you can have with me is to talk about people that I don't rock with, then we, we're not friends. Stop calling me. I had to tell a girl that. Every time she called me, she'd tell me about my ex-husband, Roosevelt. Oh, I saw Roosevelt. Oh, I saw... Why? 
why are you calling me to tell me about him? You do know I got remarried. I was in other relationships. You you do know I, I have a life. You know I don't even live in New York City. Why are you calling me about someone that I I don't have no interest in? We we have nothing in common. Why? Oh, I just thought, you know, listen, let me help you. If you don't have no other conversation to talk about, like empowering things, things to uplift, something to make us, to make money, to, you know, elevate us, then don't call me. If that's the only conversation you could call and tell me about my ex-husband, you don't need to call me. She stopped calling me, blocked me. And I was okay with that. I had a sister call me and was like, oh, is it okay if I go and get um, spiritual help from this person? And this person I don't rock with. I said, that's on you. Oh, okay, okay, because you know. And, you know, I respectfully shared because it's public knowledge, you know, why we don't rock. And that was it. Oh, okay. All right. It's okay. I'm not here to be your um, warden. You're not in prison. You can be with friends with anybody who you want. I'm not a little girl. I will still love you from a distance. I am not going to sit around and yeah, y'all could be like, oh, no, no, because let me explain. I am not going to sit around people that readily I'm talking about. If you talk about me, that's that's life. I, that I don't give a hell. But if you really try to do something to destroy me, to destroy, like put myself, my money, anything at risk, or you went against something that you readily know that I don't do, I am not going to sit around no one like that. And if you do, respectfully, love you, but I'm going to love you from a distance. You can't call me and be like, girl, what happened? No, no, no. You don't get an update on my life. I love you from a distance. Hey, how you doing? Hey, hit me with a text. Hey, how you doing? Hey, and that's it. But what we not going to do is sit down and be like, oh, my goodness, no. And there's a few that's on a wing and a prayer because everybody has an expiration date. There's this one sister where she only hit me up randomly. And I'm like, I saw the screenshots of you. Oh yeah, mama, mama, mama Ifa, you know, she's 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 manipulative. I don't like her. And I'm like, wow. And then you'll text me, oh my God, my 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 life is this, my this, and how are you? Yeah, okay. Once you start getting okay for me, one word, you should already know. But the part is that's funny to me. This is where the growing and healing takes place. People know what they do. I don't need to explain to you what you've done. You know, you want to know. You made these choices. And you readily did this. You're only sorry because I found out. You're not sorry that you did it. You're sorry you got caught. And those are the most dangerous people to me because you, you're not even woman or grown enough to admit 
or to know that you did this. If you know you're going to dog me out behind my back, then why be my friend? Why, why are you around me? Why? For what reason whatsoever? Yeah, sisterhood is real. It's beautiful when it's in adults and you have people sitting around enjoying each other's company, helping each other, rooting each other, pouring into each other. Great. It be the ones that will dog you out and still want to sit in your face. They won't do anything for you, but they want you to do everything for them. Those people, to me, are weird, and they need healing. Because what broke them broke something in their very soul. Because I can sit here and give you two different individuals. I love you. Oh, my God. You're my friend. Oh, my God. Let me tell you, my man is cheating. My man is this and this and this. But then you will go to five of the people that you readily know have hurt someone, that have dogged them out. Yeah, girl, I don't like her neither. I'm like, wow, that's crazy. That's crazy to me. No. I know we all have been traumatized. We all have been hurt. We all have been broken. We all have. And technically, if you want to be real, it's our own doing because we allowed it. We were looking for something and ignoring the red flags. I, I know I had to be real with myself. Why was I so quick to help a guy instead of helping myself? Why was I so quick to pour love into someone and not once did they ever pour love into me? Why am I so quick to take up the banner and help you with ignoring everything that I'm supposed to do? Or helping my grandkids or my loved ones, but I'm quick to go and help someone else. How is it that I want to speak of family and love and I ignore my grandmother, my mama, and my sisters and them and won't even talk to them? And they right here in my house, but yet still, I want to tell you how to love mankind. People, no, no. I had to learn that. Before I start helping anybody else, I need to help my my generation. I need to help my lineage. I need to help my family. I need to help my loved ones. And sometimes the best help you can do is pray and sit back to give you strength and give them some healing and be there. Sometimes you just need to be the ears. Sometimes you, sometimes you just need to step back and allow them to go through. Because sometimes that fall would be the best blessing in their life. But we want to Say we help save the world. We want to put on the cape and be Captain Save a Hole. And we want to go and help everybody else and ignore all the shit that's broken in us. And then once we get our shit handed to us on a platter, the first thing we want to do is blame everybody else outside of us. Oh, I don't deal with women. Oh, sisterhood is a joke. It don't. You ain't got sisters. I, I can't do this. And the women are jealous of me. Why? You don't even like your life. You, you don't even like what you're doing. So why would I be envious of that? Like, uh-uh. No, I'm envious of Oprah. And I ain't even, it's not even a bad jealous. It's shit. I, I want to follow her formula. I, I want to sit under her. I don't want to be sitting in, in, of somebody that's just as bad as me. No, what the fuck? Uh-uh, child. No, I, I don't need to pick up magnifying glasses. I, I, I can see. I need to pick up the mirror. I got to check my ass. That's why I tell people, three things you'll see me carrying. 
a fan. Because I got to fan that negativity and that heat away from me. My Allegra. And my mirror. And the mirror is, I already know I'm pretty. But the mirror is to see, to check myself first. To see what part did I play. And where could a solution came from? I put a post up and said that if your partner was cheating on you, would you walk away? Would you go and cheat? Would you commit murder? Or would you, um, I forgot the other one, but it was four. It was four. I hit one. I'm walking away. Like I said, I love me. But it was so many people that was like, oh, I'll commit murder. I'll, I'll destroy them. I said, ooh, no. And you know, when you ask people this one question, I tell folks, if you had had a reading from me, tell me five things that you love. Five things I love. I love my kids. I love my man. I love Jesus. I love my pet. I love my job. Nowhere do they say them. And if they do, they usually last. And then I tell them. That's sad. Not only do you not love yourself, but you show the world that you shouldn't be loved at all. When you're flying on the airplane, and this is how I learned this. I was flying, going somewhere. I forgot where I was going. I don't know if it was the Bahamas, but I was flying somewhere. And we were on the plane, and they had said, the mask dropped down. They said, look, put it on you first. Not your kid, not nobody else. Put it on you first, right? And I was sitting there, and I was looking out the mirror, I mean, the window, and I was like, wow, that's the best fucking advice in the world. So when I ask people, tell me five things you love, they go, they gave me everything else. They don't say themselves. And if they do, they're usually the last. Because we are taught to loving ourselves and anything like that is selfish. And you got to watch and take care of everybody else. And you got to sacrifice you. Bullshit. When someone asks me, tell me five things you love. Me, 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 me. I am the cake. I am the substance. I am the one that's going to make all this shit happen. Anything outside of me is decoration. Icing, the decoration, the table, the napkins, the plate, all of that. You can eat me and get full. Anything else you overindulge in, you're going to get sick. They are the plus ones of my life. I am the author, the director, the everything of my show. I matter. I come first. If I'm not working at 100% capacity, nothing around me will. I need to have my battery at 100 at all times. And I need to be mental, physical, spiritual, environmental, and financial. Okay. So I can help all of those that come into my space. See how that works? So when someone asks you to name five things, you better name you all five times because you are the one that matters. And when it comes to a sisterhood, when you already know who you are, when you walk in, everybody else know who they are, 
There's no alphas in this group. We all come together as collective. You bring in what you have. You bring in what you have. And we put it on the table. And we make a beautiful mosaic picture. Because we all deserve a seat here. No one is greater or better than no one else. When it rained on my house, it rained on yours, 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 yours. And that grave all fit the same size. One size fit all. So no one is better than no one else. We are all equal. Stop coming in with comparison, competition, trauma bonding. Yeah, you're not going to find friends like that. You're not going to find anybody. All you're going to find is the negative part. But when you change the narrative and learn how to heal you and take care of you, then you'll start finding your tribe and everybody will be prospering going the same way. Ha! I love it. Sisters, we need each other as we seen. We can't do it with just one. We need all of us. Strength in numbers. I love you.